BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Adi Bolaños in San Francisco. California workers who lose employer-based health coverage during labor disputes will have access to fully subsidized plans under a bill to take effect next summer. Reporter Stephanie O'Neill has more. Freezing health insurance benefits during labor disputes is one way employers try to get employees back to work faster. But a law to take effect next July could allow workers to stay on the picket line longer. The state will provide striking private sector workers with fully subsidized coverage through Covered California, the state's health insurance marketplace. Under the new law, workers will pay nothing for premiums during strikes. Labor groups which supported the bill say annually the law will affect fewer than 5,000 of the state's nearly 15 million private sector workers. Covered California estimates it will spend nearly $1.5 million to launch the new benefit that passed without opposition from business or taxpayer groups. That was reporter Stephanie O'Neill from Kaiser Health News. New reporting shows that the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation moves prisoners with serious mental illnesses three times more often than other prisoners. CalMatters investigations reporter Baronda Lyons has more. The California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation's mental health care system is designed to move people as their mental health needs change. So as people get sicker or better, they move around the prison system. We found one person who moved 75 times over the last six years. And advocates say that these kinds of shifts can be destabilizing for people who are already in a fragile mental state. That was CalMatters' Baronda Lyons. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randadid Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. 
For years, California officials have struggled to decide whether to list the western Joshua tree as an endangered species. It might sound like a simple decision. If it looks like it's going extinct, add it to the list. But the quest for this beloved symbol of the Mojave Desert has been far from simple. Kaylee Wells from member station KCRW reports. It starts with a member of the public petitioning to the California Fish and Game Commission that a species needs protection. The Western Joshua Trees champion is a guy named Brendan Cummings. 15 or so years ago, I did the litigation that forced the Bush administration to protect the polar bear under the Federal Endangered Species Act. He's conservation director for the Center of Biological Diversity. He's litigated plenty of Endangered Species Act cases, but this one's personal. He's got dozens of them in his backyard here in the town of Joshua Tree. If you look around us here, the adult Joshua trees we're seeing were recruited into the population under a climate that no longer exists. But the case he's making isn't easy. California has never listed a species because it's threatened by climate change. There are still millions of them spanning thousands of square miles. When you list a plant as endangered, you have to either avoid killing it or move it to a new place or pay a fee for killing it. Kelly Herbinson says it's worth the trouble. She's the co-executive director of the Mojave Desert Land Trust. What we're seeing right now is unprecedented. This is serious. (laughs) And I, I don't know that that's always obvious if you're not doing this every day and working on the land every day and the effects. At lower elevations, the western Joshua tree is facing the worst drought in more than a thousand years. But if you were to go to, say, the West Mojave, I mean, they're mostly brown. In its middle elevations, the Joshua tree's habitat has been checkerboarded into small islands by decades of development. Joshua trees are similar to everything else, where as soon as you start fragmenting their habitat, they're going to start to suffer because they're not able to um, have that genetic flow between populations. And then, of course, at its higher elevations, the Joshua tree is facing a threat it rarely encountered before. We're having significantly increased wildfires across the desert region, across everywhere. There's also the problem of the tree's lifelong partner, the yucca moth. The tree is completely reliant on the moth to survive. And the moth is completely reliant on the tree. But as the climate warms, the moth isn't reproducing like it used to. But after nearly three years at the board meeting in June... Widespread and abundant species tend to be less vulnerable to extinction. The Department of Fish and Wildlife determined that there just isn't compelling evidence that the tree could go extinct in the foreseeable future, that it has time to adapt to climate change. So they recommended the commission vote against listing. But almost all of the peer-reviewed scientists said that finding was wrong, and hundreds of members of the public showed up to voice their opinions. In one corner, you've got local politicians. Listing the Joshua tree as an endangered species will have permanent economic damages to the livelihood of my constituents. The local water board, building developers, the labor unions. This would take away a lot of the jobs that solar companies provide for us to do out there in in the vast desert that's out there. Saying that listing an abundant tree would hurt development and jobs. But then in the other corner, with conservationists and scientists, you've got national politicians like Senator Dianne Feinstein and local tribal groups. It's so intertwined in our history, our traditions, our stories. Everything includes these Joshua trees, and we owe it to them. They've protected us. They've provided for us. All making the case that the western Joshua tree is disappearing. 
The commission ended up putting off the decision until February. Cummings says he doubts the fight will even end then. Various business interests will undoubtedly sue. And conversely, if the commission votes against protecting Joshua Trees, I will sue, (laughs) attempting to overturn, you know, that unscientific decision. And Herbinson says even though the road ahead to saving the Western Joshua Tree is long, she feels optimistic. I think we can do it. I really think we can do it. This is affecting all the species out here. And that we, we're coming up with ways to do it. For the California Report, I'm Kaylee Wells in Joshua Tree. And that's the California Report for Monday, November 28th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Personal Capital, providing people with financial tools like the Retirement Planner to help them achieve their financial goals, personalcapital.com. Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel FALCOR-2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration, on the web at schmidtocean.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.